to the Prophecy Club. I have never done... <laughs> I hope this comes out okay. I've never done this before, but I feel the anointing already touching me. So here's what... Here's, I'm, I'm going to try to hear from the Lord for you right now. So the only way I know to do is just tell you what happened. Okay, so as many of you know, I have a prayer closet. As a matter of fact, of the, let me just, yeah, that's right, 37 DVDs I've made over the last 20 years. The most popular DVD by far is Building Your Prayer Closet Protection in the Time of Trouble. And I don't know the year, but it was probably uh, at least 10 years ago I made that DVD. And I still have people come up to me and remark saying how they love the Prophecy Club's uh, Prayer Closet DVD. So anyway, uh, last night in my prayer closet, and I'm not going to be talking to you about prayer closet, although I've had several of the other ministries come to me and say, you really need to talk about the prayer closet this upcoming Sevenfold Miracle Crusade. And I'm praying about it. But so anyway, here's here's what happened. So last night in the prayer closet, and I prayed for a long time last night, and I'm not going to get into, you know, getting on my knees and all that sort of stuff. But I'm just, I'm gonna, here's what happened. So I'm praying about this crusade. And many things started coming to my heart to say. But I, I've tried this before. Every time I try to make note of them or try to write them down, it just never seems to come out later the way it came out of the prayer closet. And I kept saying, Lord, if they could only hear what you keep speaking to my heart about this crusade. And I'm not... Help me not to get emotional here. But if they could only hear your heart for this crusade, for what you're going to do, for what you have planned, if they could only hear your heart, if they could only get what I'm getting in the prayer closet, oh my goodness, all of the 312 spots would fill up almost overnight. So I'm going to do something that I've never done in the 28 years of being on radio. I'm going to... I. It's difficult, okay? I'm going to try to go into the prayer closet, and I'm going to let you sort of like listen to my prayer closet, the things that I talk personally to God. You know, it's a very private thing. It's very, I don't even talk about it anyplace else. I don't like talking about the prayer closet. It's a personal thing. It's a private thing between me and God. And if you have one, you know what I'm talking about. But, so the anointing is coming on me, so I, I will, I'm going to go into the prayer closet, and I'm going to try to let you hear, if he'll speak to my heart, if he'll bring that up again, if you can just hear what he's speaking to my heart about this crusade, oh my goodness, you will be there. But I, I taking it from the prayer closet, and putting it down on paper, and reading it the next day on radio, I, I, it just, it doesn't make the trip. It just does not seem to make the trip. So I'm going to go into the prayer closet, and I'm going to I'm going to pray that he will speak to my heart so I can regurgitate that to you so you can hear. Because if you could just hear, then you would be there. You would know. So let me just go to the prayer closet. And I'm just going to do some of the things that I do in the prayer closet. And I don't know how this is going to come off. Maybe I'll throw this whole broadcast in the trash. I, I don't know. Great and marvelous. 
great and marvelous. Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true, just and true, just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee when thy judgments are made manifest, every one of them. Every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. From one new moon to another, one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship before thee. I love you. With all of my heart, mind, soul, and strength, I love you. And Lord, frankly, I don't know what you want to say to your people about this crusade. I just don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to communicate it. So, Lord, what do you want to say? Now, obviously, normally I do a whole lot more worship than that, but that at least starts it. What do you want to say to your people? What do you want to say to them so that they can know if they're supposed to come? And first of all, I'll say, Lord, provide the ways and the means, the days off, the travel, the finances, for the people that you want to be there. Provide it for them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Provide it for them. Lord, what do you want to say to their heart? What are you going to do at this crusade? And I, I can already tell you, I've asked many times if we're going to see the sevenfold miracles there, and I can't seem to get an answer. So, Lord, what are you going to do? And what I keep hearing is, you tell them to trust me. They trust me with their eternity. They trust me with their salvation. They trust me to provide and protect for them. Tell them to trust me. Trust me that I'm going to do at this crusade that thing which needs to be done in each of their lives and their spirits. That this is not about learning. That this is about an experience with me. And what keeps coming to my heart also is that, and I refuse, uh, I continue to resist. I, I refuse to set up some kind of a meeting with a bunch of fancy, high-powered, well-known speakers. We could do that. Where we just have speaker after speaker after speaker, big, well-known. I'm not going to do that. Because if, this is what he keeps speaking to my heart. If they come for a speaker and they didn't come for me, then they're going to get a speaker, and they're not going to get me. If they come for me, come by faith, not knowing exactly what is going to happen, but if they come by faith, if they come for me, then they'll get me. And so that's what he keeps laying in my heart, to tell them to come by faith. You remember the Sadducees and the Pharisees <laughs> would come to Jesus and say, so if you're really the Christ, give us a sign. And he said, there should be no sign given to this adulterous generation. No one is going to get a sign except the sign of Jonah. As Jonah was in the three days of the heart of the fish, the Son of Man would be three days in the heart of the earth. And they didn't understand. Jesus refused to say that he was the Christ. Well, why? Because he wanted them to realize in their heart he wanted them to come to the decision. He wanted his spirit to speak to their heart and to open their eyes to pull back the curtains to see that he was the Christ. He didn't want to bring it to the front door. 
he wanted it to rise up out of their heart. And that's what he keeps telling me about this crusade. I'm not going to promise them sevenfold miracles. Because if, they, if I promise them sevenfold miracles, it's like telling the Sadducees and Pharisees <laughs> that he's the Christ. He didn't tell people he's the Christ. Even when they came to him and said, are you the one? Meaning, are you the prophet that Moses spoke of? That should we look for? Or, or is there another? Jesus' answer was, you tell them that the lame walk, the blind see, the deaf hear. But he wouldn't say, even to when, when John the Baptist asked, are you the Christ? He wouldn't answer. He would, and same thing, I know your heart. I know that you're wanting to know, okay, is this going to be the one? Are we going to see the mighty tongues of fire, the mighty rushing wind? Are we going to see the tongues of fire set on people? Are we going to see the sevenfold? I know you want me to guarantee that. I know what you want me to tell you. But he keeps telling me, no, I'm not going to say. Because if I say, then they come to see the miracles. They come for a show. If they come for a show, then they're not going to see me. They have to come for me. And then, I, he didn't want me to say it then. We have to come for the right attitude. We can't come for a show. We can't come because we want to see the miracles. We have to come because we want to be one that distributes the miracles. We can't come to learn about prophecy, although I probably will be teaching some of it. We can't come to learn about prophecy. We have to come so that I lay hands on you to impart the revelation spirit that I got when I memorized the book of Revelation so that by revelation, by revelation, you can understand revelation and the other prophecies. In other words, I'm called to raise up an end-time army of prophecy teachers working miracles. And teaching prophecy is not done by the letter. It's not done by studying just ink on paper. It's done by the Spirit. The letter killeth, the Spirit giveth life. It's done by His Spirit, not by physical, but by the Spirit. And that's what He keeps telling me. He keeps telling me, you've you got to trust me. Come by the Spirit. Come by trust. I refuse to guarantee that you're going to see sevenfold miracles. And, and I continue to refuse to ask him to bring sevenfold miracles to the crusade. I just, I, I keep saying, no, Lord, I'm not going to ask you to bring sevenfold miracles to this crusade because I know you. I know that if the right people come with the right heart, if they come seeking you, if they come because they want to be a part of your end time move of God, if they want to become part of that army of prophecy teachers working miracles. And I, I refuse to say any more. I think if we fast three consecutive days and if we come seeking Jesus, if we come seeking the Spirit, seeking what God wants to do in our life, not coming for a show, not coming even because we need a miracle, or because we want to see a miracle, or not because we want to see the tongues of fire setting on people, the mighty rushing wind. We don't want to, if we, if we come for that, and, and this is what, by the way, uh, David Phillips, which is on the staff here at Prophecy Club, he doesn't hear from God often, but when he says he hears from God, I've found him to be accurate. And he had this dream, like about three mornings in a row, same dream. And I said, 
Well, I, I can't remember all that, David. Write it down. Send it to me in an email. And I said, here's what I want you to do. Don't think it through. Don't try to get every word spelled correctly or sentence structure. I said, I want you to just just do the, like a hot pen method. Just keep typing, typing, typing. Put your heart down. It's one paragraph. I'll read it to you. He said, the Lord began to speak to me that there is many people at the conference that are going to be there with a heart to see what will happen. He says, this is not what God wants. And that attitude actually holds back what God is doing. God wants people, these people, not to go just to be ministered to. God wants them to go to become a minister, to go to participate. God is calling many, and he's calling them now to this conference. God wants them to be an active part, not a spectator, but a participator, an active part of what he's doing, obtaining the blessings God has for the whole body of Christ, not just for them. If they go just to see what will happen, they will not receive the fullness of what God really has for everyone. It's time for these people to go to move from wanting to be ministered to to being an active part and to become a minister. Now, let me just pause. I've got one more sentence here, but let me just pause. If you've listened to this broadcast more than once or twice, then you did not listen to become entertained. You did not listen because you like me or what I'm saying. You turn to this broadcast, you listen to this one. If you listen more than once or twice, because the Spirit of God has been prompting you, because you have called from the foundation of the world, you have a call. You have a call to become part of the army of prophecy teachers working miracles. And that's the reason I want to, man, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm so emotional about this right now. I'm doing a really good job to continue to talk, but I want to lay hands on you. I want to lay hands on you, anoint you with oil. And as God has told me, and as at the other conferences, and any time I lay hands on somebody and anoint with oil and ask for God to give them the spirit of revelation, they get it. For example, David Phillips, he said, you know, I'd heard people talk about the anointing, but I'd never felt it, not until you laid hands on me. And I hear that story almost all the time from those people that I lay hands on, anoint with oil, ask for the, God to give them this, the revelation spirit. What's the revelation spirit? It's the spirit I got when I memorized the book of Revelation. It's the spirit that a person, in my opinion, has that has been gifted to teach Bible prophecy. Gifted. You, you see, I, I get up and I try to teach the things by the, by the letter. It's very difficult to understand by the letter. But by the Spirit, it comes easy. You see, because the things that I wrote in the book called The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy were given to me by revelation. And I don't think, and no one has corrected me on this, I don't think anybody since John was given the book 2,000 years ago has been given those revelations. Those are all new revelations not previously given by God in the book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Now, let me read the last two sentences. He said, these people have to know for a long time, many years, that God has a calling on their lives. That's what I've been saying. Has a calling on their lives, and now it's the time 
for them to move to activation. And this conference is a start, a start of that for many of them in their lives. They are not to go to the center to be the center focused, nor to become in the spotlight. God is going to get all the glory, nor are they to go to be a spectator, but rather they are to be a participant in what God is doing. And they have faith that God will move. You see, here we are, what, I don't know, five weeks out? You'd think that I would have had oh, a, a long list of exactly who's going to speak, what they're going to speak on, how long they're going to speak. You'd think that I'd have that all? No. We have a general outline, and I haven't even worked up a PowerPoint yet. Here we are five weeks out. And I keep, man, in my prayer closet, Lord, I don't know what to say. I don't want to say I don't know what to do. And he, no, he just keeps shutting the door. There's been times when I got up on Sunday morning to get a sermon, and he, no, no, do not do a PowerPoint. No, 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 I'm not going to tell you what you're going to say before you get up there. This time, I'm going to do the speaking. And that's what I keep getting for this crusade. No, no, no. This time, this is not their meeting. This is not a bunch of speakers that they want to hear. This is not about them this time. I'm sorry I'm getting emotional. But this time, this meeting is mine. This is my meeting. This is my meeting, and I'm going to draw my people to my meeting to do what I want to do. This is my time to gather those souls whose names are written in the book of life, slain from the foundation of the world. Before God said, let there be light, he gave the book of life to Jesus. And those people whose names are in that book of life, according to the angel on the red horse that spoke to Dimitri years ago, he said, only those people whose names are written in the book of life will listen and repent. That's what this is about. This is a special meeting, like perhaps none other. This is a meeting to touch the hearts of God's called prophecy teachers to teach prophecy and to walk in sevenfold miracles. And he says, I'll speak to their heart, the ones that are supposed to come. I'll speak to their heart. And this is my meeting. I'm going to do what I want to do at this meeting. You're not going to do what you want to do. And they're not going to get what they want to get. This is not their meeting. This is not your meeting. This is my meeting. I'm going to do what I want to do in this crusade. And I said, Lord, that's fine by me. <laughs> but I don't know what to do. And I said, frankly, I'm scared. You know, nobody wants to get up in front of a microphone and just say nothing, be unprepared. I'm sorry. But I don't know what to do. I'm scared. I don't know what to do. He said, trust me. Trust me. It's okay. Well, Lord, I don't know what to do. Get on a radio behind a microphone. Not, I, you know, you need to have something to say. He said, trust me. Turn on the microphone. Don't edit it. Turn on the microphone. I'll talk to him. I'll speak to the heart. You can't say, you can't do the right words to get him to come. But my spirit, my spirit, I'll talk to him. You get on the radio. You talk, I'll talk. You talk, it's my spirit. I'll give you the words to say. But even those words are not good enough. As you're talking, my spirit is going to be talking 
I'm going to talk to them. Those people I want to come look at, if they've been listening to the youth, they've been listening to this Prophecy Club, especially the ones been listening for a long time, they will climb the highest mountain. They will cross the widest creek. They will build a boat. They will do what they have to do to get there. This is my meeting. This is a special meeting. It's not like other meetings. It's not a conference. It's not an entertainment. It's just not about big speakers. This is about a big God. Truth is that tribulation, it really is just around the corner. And I've tried many times just getting him to tell me when it's coming. He won't tell me. He keeps his secrets real close to him. But I know this can be a special meeting. We only have like, well, I don't know, about 45 or 50 people signed up now. We got room for 312. He's continued to speak in my heart. I'm going to fill it. I, I, I know. I know it's going to fill up. Not, not that I'm worried that it doesn't, because, again, it's not my meeting. It's his meeting. It's not about money. It's the reason I'm not putting a hard price on it. It's a donation basis. And by the way, thank you, those people that are, we're having people even go on there and make a donation, yet they can't come. I said they're giving a donation even though they can't come. We're having other people, and, you know, the little fill-in-the-blank area when you go to fill up or when you go to sign up is uh, suggested $300. Some people are putting more than A lot of people are putting more than that. Some people don't put all that because it's not about money. If I charge for it, then it's me. It's my meeting. So I, uh, this, I, I can't charge for it. So it's a donation basis. I believe God, oh, I'm sorry, I, I need to get some Kleenex. Uh, I, again, I, normally I would edit this out, but he said, no editing. So I'll, I'll wipe tears and I will go on, no editing. I know God's talking to the hearts. I know right now. I know he is. He's talking to the hearts of the people supposed to be there. You've been listening for a while. This is not a joke. It's not candy. It's not entertainment. This is some serious business. There's about to be miracles break out, sports stadiums filled. There's about to be people from the far ends of the globe never thought they would ever be a Christian, never thought they'd ever invite Jesus into the heart. They can't even, just like Dimitri. He went to the to the church to complain because he'd been kicked out of Marine School because his dad was a pastor. He was going to complain. He wanted to rip his dad up. He walked in. And he couldn't. He was slapping the tears away. He didn't understand why. That's what's about to happen. I want to be a part of that. How many other people had a solemn September assembly? We were the only ones. You and I. How many people had an October assembly? How many people fasted and prayed? How many people prayed four times a day on their face, four times a day for four days, for four more years to get 40 more? Look, if you've done any of that, you have a special call on your life. You're special. And you're not special because I made you special. And you're not special because God, or excuse me, because man made you, or, or your, your, your training, or your family. You're not your bloodline. You're special because God has a call in your heart. From the foundation of the world, you have a call. If you're listening right now, oh, man, don't make a mistake. Don't make a mistake and miss this. I mean, this is going to be like <laughs> another upper room experience, I believe. I can't tell you what's going to happen. I can't. And and he keeps forbid. Do not tell them. 
What's going to happen? I want the, I want my spirit will speak up through their heart. My spirit will speak up through their heart. The ones that I want to be there, I'll speak to them. I'll speak to them. I'll provide the ways and the means, and they'll be there. SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com Go there. Get signed up. I believe the people that are just like in the upper room experience, every one of those 120 people that were in that upper room, their lives were changed. Never the same. Bible didn't tell all about what happened all their lives, but just like January 1, 1901 in Topeka, Kansas, when that woman stepped forward and said, well, in the Bible, they laid hands on them and they got the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Well, you lay hands on me. The teacher laid hands on her. She got the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The other 40 people in the room all got it. Their lives were changed, never to be the same again. Only what we're about to get is seven times more, not just a double portion, seven times more. We're about to get the opportunity. Now, think about this. You've been listening to the most radical stuff for a long time. It wasn't you. God did it. He laid it on your heart. He is inviting you, if you'll do it. He's inviting you to be a part of the great end-time revival. He's inviting you to be a part of the greatest move of God in human history. I will this once. I will cause them to know my hand and my might, and they shall know that my name is Jehovah. I will this once. One time in 6,000 years, God is going to show off. I will show them my hand and my might, and they shall know that my name is Jehovah. And it's because we're about to go into the tribulation, and Revelation 13 says it was given him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And so this is the last push to get those people whose names are in the book of life into his kingdom. Those people have not accepted Jesus, but their names are in the book. I want to be a part of that. And frankly, I want you to be a part of that. It's the reason I would risk. I would risk embarrassment. You know, I don't know, death of my ministry. I would risk I would give everything to the Lord to come on, to just speak my heart, to try to go into the prayer closet so you can hear what I'm hearing in the prayer closet. Because if you can hear what I'm hearing in the prayer closet, you're going to get to this meeting, sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. It's going to be on Passover 2021. We're going to ask you to fast three consecutive days. We'll all break our fast together on Passover at the Passover meal the first night. And then it goes for another three and a half days until, I believe, it's, I think it's Tuesday noon. But check the website to make certain of that. It's not going to be a lot of flesh. It's going to be, again, that's what he keeps speaking in my heart. No, this is my meeting. It's not like any other meeting you've done. it. We've done thousands. There might not be another ministry on the globe that has held as many meetings as we have. We used to have 40 meetings a month. I'm pretty comfortable no one has run as many meetings as Prophecy Club. We've done 70 crusades alone. But he says this is not going to be the same. It's not going to be a, a work of the flesh. This is not going to be something you put together. This is going to be something where you invite big-name speakers. This is my meeting. 
and I'll invite the people I want to be there. And that's what he keeps telling me. He's going to fill it up. It's not me. I, I keep praying, Lord, put the fire in my mouth. Put the fire in my heart. I mean, give me the words to say, and I keep getting on the radio, and I don't have anything to say. So finally I thought, okay, you just you just need to hear what I hear in the prayer closet. Because if you can hear what I hear in the prayer closet, you're going to be there. You will be there. You don't, know, you don't want to miss it. And yeah, I'd like to meet you. I want to hug your neck. Uh, that is, if social distancing is not a problem. I want to see you. I want to lay hands on you. We're going to do some amazing things, which I haven't even talked about. But it's it's not our plans that count. It's his meeting. He's going to do to you what he wants to do to you. SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com 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 If your heart is with us, I'm asking you to become a member. Actually state before God that you are with our vision to win thousands upon thousands of souls, to teach prophecy and walk in sevenfold miracles, to be a blessing and give answers in the time of trouble. If this is your heart, go to prophecyclub.com and click on membership. Only takes 90 seconds. This will help us to get a loan for an office and a church to do the work of the ministry. Prophecyclub.com. The Prophecy Club is on the tip of God's spear. Join the battle and prayerfully consider supporting the Prophecy Club with your gifts of support. We would not be here without your prayers and generous financial support.